Hi, welcome to the Hope with Ruth podcast. I'm Ruth Clements, and this podcast is a space to listen to hope-filled stories, faith-fueled thoughts and reflections, and practical suggestions for having hope in times of hopelessness. Welcome back to the Hope with Ruth podcast, and it's so great that you're joining me today. If you haven't checked out the first two episodes of this season, I will encourage you to go back and have a listen. This podcast is having a bit of a revamp and I'm recording in seasons rather than just random episodes. So the theme for this season is what are you hoping for? And we've covered that in a couple of episodes previously, looking at uh, strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. That was the episode one. And go back and have a listen to that uh, for some encouragement. And then episode two was hope for the hurting. And for those that are going through a time of sorrow or challenge, uh, hopefully there will be some encouragement and hope in that episode for you. And continuing on today for the theme of what are you hoping for? We're going to be exploring hope in our failure. And is there hope for people who have fallen short, who have done awful things maybe thought awful things and people this is quite a sensitive topic because there's maybe a scale of what we think is right and wrong and some things permissible other things are not permissible is there hope for the the vilest offender is there hope for you and me in in our failings and this episode is going to be a a challenging one and there are some things that I'm going to share today that I think are probably going to to maybe ruffle some feathers. It makes me nervous, I I feel very (laughs) weak in my ability to talk about these things at times but I'm praying that the Lord will use these words and help the listener to understand and open eyes and hearts to the truth of the gospel and have a more clear understanding and a fuller picture of what Jesus did for us for the world and I think I'm I'm so hesitant I'm well aware that I'm hesitating because the things that I'm going to share in this episode I really kind of wanted to leave (laughs) for later seasons because of the it just seems quite heavy and this whole podcast is hope <laughs> and I think we're listening to this because we don't want to be heavy we want hope but sometimes I think it's necessary to face the reality and the analogy that's just come to my mind is if we're if we have a disease we want the doctor that's treating us to tell us what that disease is they, we want to have a correct diagnosis and, and then we get the right treatment and I think in, in what I'm trying to do here is to present the very real disease that we all have which is our sin but there is hope there is a cure but if we're going to ignore the disease and the reality then that's going to have implications to the treatment that we receive and I hope as I explore this and share this please understand firstly that it is done from a place of genuine love and care and I just long for a return of churches to be bold in in sharing the gospel fully and not shying away from hard truths and it feels very much I feel very weak I'm just sharing this out of love and I just pray that you will understand firstly that that is where it's coming from and it's not my place to judge 
but it is my place to share hope and the reality of of understanding hope is is what we're being we're being saved from today i am thinking about what hope there is when we fail did you know that jesus sets the bar so high that none of us can reach it did you think you were a really good person you haven't killed anyone you don't steal anymore maybe you clean up pretty good thank you very much pride is a killer too and self-righteousness all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god it says that in romans chapter 3 verse 23 if all of us have failed by being default sinners what hope do we have with god with others and with ourselves can there be justice for the wrong done in this world what is gross injustice what happens to gross injustice that is committed but never gets dealt with what if you're listening today and you think that there is no hope for you because of what you have or haven't done friend there is hope for you there is perfect justice and perfect mercy that is carried out and that is by jesus christ so let's unpack that a little so i once went to prison voluntarily i had the opportunity to accompany some volunteers from the church i attended to help at a service they had at a chapel at the prison it was an all-male prison and i was in my early 20s i felt very aware of that i didn't really know what to expect since everything i had ever seen or heard about prison was from the news films and TV, and the one time when I walked around Alcatraz in the States. I was aware of the work of the Prison Fellowship. Their mission is to show Christ's love to people in prison by coming alongside them and supporting them. And with a quick look on their homepage, it says, we believe no one is beyond hope. Do you? I think that is fundamentally what I felt as I sat in the chapel watching as some of the inmates arrived. I had no idea what crimes these men had committed, I believed that they were here for good reason, but I could not shake off the feeling that before a holy God, we were on a level playing field. That might sound extreme, but that is how vile sin is to God, and all of us are riddled with it. A wonderful hymn, To God Be the Glory, has the lines, O perfect redemption, the purchase of blood, to every believer, the promise of God. The vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. The vilest offender, how? Repentance and grace, but grace came first. It says in Romans chapter five, verse eight, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. His love, mercy and grace came before. It's not in our own good works and efforts to make ourselves right with God. It was all initiated by him for his glory and purpose. He loved us first. We love because he first loved us. That's 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. Justice and mercy were most clearly displayed at the cross. The penalty of sin is death and Jesus died in our place. God's wrath towards sin was perfectly satisfied in the death of Jesus. His perfect life, his blood cleanses us from sin. Yet without repentance, which is turning to God and away from sin, and are recognising our need for a saviour, there is no pardon for sins left. Jesus paid it all at the cross. 
Did you know that there were two thieves on the cross next to Jesus when he died? One on either side. You may have seen that when you see Easter cards if there's like three crosses. And one turned to God recognising that Jesus had done no wrong. He returned to Jesus and, and he, he said he on the other hand was paying the penalty for his sin. So this one thief recognised that he deserved to be on the cross. He had done wrong. He was a, a thief. But he knew that Jesus hadn't done anything wrong. The other thief on the cross just mocked and tested Jesus. That first thief asked Jesus to remember him when Jesus went to his kingdom. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. Right to the end of that thief's life, that first thief, the thief, he'd changed, he had changed. He recognised his sin and his need for Jesus, who hadn't done anything wrong. And Jesus said that he would be with him forever. The Lord has made a way for all people across the world to know him. He knows them and gives the opportunity to repent for his kingdom has come. He can reach the unreached. God can do it. In the West, with all of our modern forms of communication, even recording this podcast and sending it out to the ends of the earth, we have no excuse for not hearing the good news. Jesus doesn't just save sinners. He makes the dead come to life. He gives sight to the blind. He renews the mind and gives a new heart. So what is our response to a holy God? Turn to him like the thief on the cross and know that he welcomes you as you are. Don't try and get right with him. Make amends and try and be good. Don't do that. Recognise your state as a sinner in need of a saviour. But I can tell you that you will not remain unchanged. God will transform and change your heart as you follow him. You cannot make yourself right with God, but God has made every believer right with God through Jesus. For those of you who do not want to know Christ, where is your hope in failure? Your soul matters. There is more to you than atoms and biology. Your mind, will and emotions, your knowledge of good and evil. How do you know what is morally right and wrong? Where did that come from? It comes from a moral law giver yet we are all guilty for breaking it. Jesus sets the standard higher when he said that those that hate, murder, and those who lust after another commit adultery. What hope do we have? We have a saviour who knew we could not save ourselves. He saves. Jesus saves. What does he save us from? A life apart from him. Because of him, we can stand before God as if we had never sinned. We should all technically burn up, but when we reject him, we say we don't need saving. We don't want him. And a life and death apart from God is quite literally hell. It's a place where God does not dwell. His presence and his light and his love and everything that you think is good and true and beautiful, all of that, that all comes from him. If you do not want him, by default, the rest just doesn't happen. If you want to remain in sin and darkness, there is no hope left. As difficult as that is to say, these are matters of eternal significance. How do I know this to be true? Because Jesus rose from the dead. He is alive. He didn't stay in the grave. The hope that we have is in a risen Lord and Saviour. Now all of this I've shared today may sound heavy. These are hard truths. And it pains me that there is very little said from churches today about this reality. But Jesus died for me. And as I heard it said recently, 
Yes, it costs to follow Jesus, but rather than simply counting the cost, he is worthy. I record this podcast because the love of Jesus, for for me and for others, and the hope found in the gospel that Jesus died to save sinners is needed to be heard today. It's good news. It's good news for a hurting world. I pray the Holy Spirit will bring many to repentance and their hope will overflow for the rest of their life and into eternity where Jesus is waiting and he will return. I'm going to pray, Lord, use my weak words and by your spirit and power, may may they bring conviction and a full knowledge of who you are, all you have done and the reality of a life with, with you and without you. So thank you for listening to this episode. I know it may seem heavy, but we need to know the disease. We need to know the state of sin, the realities, before we can really grasp and fully embrace the hope of Jesus. How can I say here that Jesus saves when you don't know what he's saving you from? So I hope in the coming weeks and months that you will continue to just lift your eyes up and consider this blessed hope this wonderful assurance that Jesus died for you next week next Wednesday the next episode will be our fourth episode I say our but it's just me here um and will be the fourth episode of the first season it will be called hope for healing so I do hope you can join me next week as um we discuss that and as always if you have benefited from this uh, podcast please subscribe and share Uh, visit ruthclemens.com to get more content and you can subscribe to a newsletter there as well follow the blog and find out what else is going on follow me on social media i'm on instagram twitter and facebook and yeah you can get those links from the website too please do feel free to get in touch um, via the contact page on my website i would love to hear from you And until next time, I pray that you'll have a a wonderful week and that, that you will know the Lord's love for you. Until next time, God bless.